Hello, welcome to the New Business Diaries, brought to you by the IPA's New Business and Marketing Group. In this series, we'll be speaking to some of the biggest names in our industry on the hot topics within the new business world. My name is Jemima Moneys, I'm Head of New Business and PR at Adam and Eve DDB, and today I'll be speaking to Sarah Golding, CEO of the AND Partnership and President of the IPA. I'll be asking Sarah about her rise to the top through the new business ranks and why she thinks we should love new business as a career, and also how she thinks we can make new business and pitching even better. Sarah, while you certainly don't need any introduction, some of our listeners might might not know that you were brought into CHI, now the AND Partnership, as its first new business director, alongside managing a couple of big accounts. What appealed to you about the role? Well, I was already new business director at uh, Low Howard Spink. I'd run some big pitches and big pieces of business and was then promoted to new business director. And to be honest, when I was asked to do it by my boss at the time, I didn't want to do it. (laughs) Um, But I'm really glad I did because um, I think it helps you, well, I think it helps you do a better job. So for the first time, I think you look up and outwards. Mm -hmm. So I think running accounts within an agency as a suit, even a senior suit, it's quite a myopic business mm-hmm. and you're totally dedicated to that client and that client's business and your own agency. So I think for the first time when you become a new business director, you look up and out into the industry and you see things at a macro level and that's really important because um, it's only then do you really understand how the industry and how the business works. Okay, interesting. I also think that um, you learn so much more as new business director because new business pitches always involve the most senior players within the agency and also the most senior uh, clients. So surrounding yourself with those people is brilliant from a career development point of view. You, You learn so much on the job and very, very quickly because You know, as we all know, pitches are incredibly intense periods of time. Um, And having done that sort of hybrid role, is there any advice you would give to anyone that's thinking about taking on new business responsibilities or taking on the role in its entirety? Well, I, I would always be cautious of, unless you decide that you just want to focus on new business and be a... Uh, an agency CMO or new business director forever I would never give up account responsibilities because I always wanted revenue attached to my um, my, my name um, maybe that's because I'm incredibly paranoid as a human <laughs> being which um, I probably am but but I I liked the fact that I had revenue attached attached to me um, I was running a big team I was running a big piece of business whilst also being able to focus on the agency's new business drive yeah I almost I think I had my cake with jam in yeah and I would if you can if if you can do that I would recommend it so how do you think the new business landscape's changed since you first started out I think it is incredibly more competitive I mean there are more of us there are more agencies and there are far few things to play for. I mean, the new business market, particularly the domestic new business market, is much quieter and much slower than it's ever been. 
Um, I also think that we as agencies have to present ideas that work in all different channels, we have to have knowledge of different media, so we have to pitch smarter than we ever had to before. Um, and, 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 and then I think it's the responsibility of an agency's new business team to make sure that they help the pitching agency be as relevant and as bespoke as possible for that particular new business brief. Mm-hmm. Um, so you think it's more a more demanding job these days then? Oh my God, miles more <laughs> demanding than it was when I did it. Um, perhaps why you could run some big accounts at the same time. Probably, Might not be yes. as easy these days. Probably would be quite so good at it <laughs> these days. Um, okay, so um, let's go on to the main discussion. I want to talk to you about why you think we should love new business. Um, the reason I'm asking is because I think pitching is often seen as a bit of a dirty word these days with the late nights and takeaways and constant last minute deadlines. Um, obviously I'm biased, but I absolutely love it and think it's one of the most exciting parts of agency life. Um, so what do you love most about it? Well, I, I love it as well and it is my favourite bit of the job um, because I love the competition. And I actually really like the pitch day itself because it brings out the kind of the uh, amateur, you know, dramatics in me because it's a real performance and a show, and I love it. And the adrenaline's going. You've had hardly any sleep. You know, you're absolutely fueled with chocolate and coffee, and you've just come through a brilliant experience with your team working closely together, and and you feel uh, it's very exhilarating. Um, so yes, I, I love it too for, for, for those reasons. Okay. Um, and many of the UK's most successful agencies have brilliant new business minds, so the likes of James Murphy and Helen Crowcraft and Camilla Harrison. Do you think uh, what having, do you think working in new business stood you in good stead for becoming CEO? I know you briefly touched on it before. Definitely, I don't think I would have been able to be. CEO or be promoted to CEO um, without having done that job um, for all of the reasons I said before um, it does give you really importantly I think it turbocharges your career because you learn so much so fast from the best people in the agency and I think having exposure to even though it's really scary at the time having exposure to those people and to senior clients can only be a good thing and um, it's that point that you, you know it's only new business that gives you that macro view of the industry and only when you are exposed to that macro view do you really get it and understand how it works um, so yeah I think it's I think it's crucial um, any particular skills um, I think you need to uh, I think you need to have empathy um, I think that's really important when you're dealing with potential new clients. I think you have to have immense forensic attention to detail, um, filling in all those, you know, forty-six page RFIs <laughs> that you know land in your inbox. Um, and uh, I think you need to be properly competitive, determined, and I think you need to have stamina. Um, so in my view and I would say this being a woman but it's not a surprise to me that the best people at new business are women 
because we have all those qualities in abundance. We do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so we've discussed what's brilliant about new business and why we should embrace it. Um, The next topic I want to talk to you about is how we can make it better. So there's been lots in the press recently about the pitch process and pitch models and how they're a bit outdated. Um, Do you think that's true? I don't think the pitch model is broken, but I don't think that best practice is adhered to very much at all. Um, I think too often these days clients are looking for the answer to all their problems in the pitch brief and I think that's hugely unfair on agencies. It's um, hugely time consuming, it's costly, it puts pressure on agencies to try and deliver as much as they possibly can in all different channels in that two hour pitch across a three week, six week time frame. And I think clients need to be reminded that they need to choose the very best idea and the very best team of people that they can work with moving forwards on their business um, rather than choose the agency that has ticked every single box and delivered every single you know, um, channel in uh, activation mm-hmm. in, in, the, in the pitch itself. Can you think of an, a better model or how could we make it better? Do you think shorter pitches pitches in a week, pitches in a day, or just every client pitch should be bespoke? I think every client pitch should be bespoke, Yeah. but I think every client pitch should be focused. It should be focused on one problem, one issue, and the, the judgment criteria being the best, like I've said, really the best idea and the best team that are fit for the job. Creative Brief launched some research recently which said that 67% of clients would consider hiring an agency if they refused to pitch. Do you think that's true in reality? No, I think that's absolute nonsense. <laughs> I think um, that's one of those questions that clients think they have to answer in the affirmative and be all positive, but in reality they'd never do it. Um, I mean... At the time, I remember thinking, I mean, this is slightly different, but I remember thinking at the time this was mad, but now I just think, wow, I wish there were more clients like this. And and it's not that we benefited at all from this, but when Dave Lewis decided he wanted BBH to run his Tesco business, I thought that was amazing and, and brilliantly responsible of him, actually. Uh, despite the fact that other people thought it was incredibly irresponsible, mm. you know, and his nickname Drastic Day. Yeah. But he knew the team at BBH. Yeah. BBH has got an incredible track record. He thought, okay, I know that team of people. I know they can do a good job because I've seen it on other clients. I'm just going to get them working on my business right away because I don't have money to waste and I don't have time to waste. And as a result, he wasted none of our time yeah. either. Or money. Any, or money. <laughs> So um, I wish there were more clients yeah. like him, actually. Yeah, but maybe some that chose the unpartnership. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a really interesting way of looking at it because I, I'm, collectively those agencies would probably spent you know hundreds of hundreds thousands. Hundreds of yeah. thousands. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what advice do you have for smaller agencies who can't afford to say no to pitches that perhaps aren't right for them um, and don't have big budgets to play with? Any insider tips? 
well, I don't think any agency should picture a piece of business that they don't think is right for them. That ultimately ends in disaster. I do think that if you're a small agency and you haven't got much money to spend, you know, when we were, I mean, I was here, I was like number 20 employee mm-hmm. here at, at, when it was CHI, and we turned it to our advantage. So our pitches looked incredibly cheap, <laughs> and they were, um, but we, we turned that into a positive mm-hmm. and said, actually, the value you're getting here is this senior team of people who have worked day and night on your brief and are going to work day and night on your business mm-hmm. if you give us the business. It's not about whether we've, we've got the flashiest uh, meeting room or have presented you know, a 60 second piece of film that's been shot by our mate Dougal Wilson yeah. down the road. You know, I think you, you, you play to your strengths and you use it to your advantage and as a result, I think that um, shines a very different light mm-hmm. on some of your competitors who have spent hundreds of thousands of pounds on that single mm-hmm. pitch presentation. Yeah. So just being honest and authentic. Yeah. And I had a few other questions which are slightly off topic, but I think our listeners would quite like to hear the answers to, and also I do in particular. Um, so your, hus- <laughs> <laughs> your husband, David Golding, who's founder and group CSO of Adam and Eve, who I've done many pitches with, um, have you pitched against him much over the years? And if so, what's that been like? So thankfully, no. <laughs> Uh, and as a result we're still married (laughs) we've pitched against each other once um, and yes of course he beat me Um, but it was close Uh, even the client would tell you that and it started off I think eight people on the pitch and um, it it went down to a head-to-head and I was running our pitch and David was running Adam and Eve's pitch and it was incredibly close and it was incredibly horrific the whole process it went on for months and we couldn't talk about our ideas. I mean, the good thing about being you know, married to somebody in the business, mm-hmm. when there's no conflict involved, you can use each other as mm-hmm. a sounding board. And because we come from, you know, we're different disciplines, mm-hmm. so David's a planner and I'm a suit, mm-hmm. you know, he will ask my point of view on something um, and hopefully find it you know, valuable, and, and, and I do too. But in that case, we couldn't speak for months about the the pitch or the pitch brief. And, um, I mean, he was quite ridiculous, I have to say. I mean, I would come home and he'd be sat at the kitchen worktop. And if I walked to one side of the kitchen, he would shut his laptop (laughs) um, just in case I saw some secret (laughs) or secret chart on his laptop. And it, 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 it... the pitch winning chart yeah it made for quite a tense environment for three months <laughs> I won't ask on um, recording which which client that was no <laughs> um, and how do you manage your IPA responsibilities alongside your family alongside the day job um, well it's all about focus I mean that sounds like an obvious thing to say but it but it is and it is working out what's important when I'm in the office, I don't waste a single moment. I am, you know, focus on the important stuff, and that all gets done. Um, I, and then I, th- I think it is quite manageable. I'm not a time waster. Having been married to David, you know, somebody in the business again, that really helps because we get each other and we support each other f- 
from a you know family life mm-hmm. perspective as well as a career life perspective. That said, though, Florence always comes out on top, so she always gets top billing, and she will always be my ultimate uh, priority. That's a nice way to end. Sarah Gold, CEO of the AM Partnership and President of the IP, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. You've been listening to the IPA's New Business Diaries. Get more information on the IPA New Business and Marketing Group, our podcast, and a host of other information at the IPA's networker site, www.ipanetworker.co.uk. And look out for our next podcast coming soon.